0: You're listening to From Fear to Love. I'm your host, Alma Lee. So this is going to be a tough love episode. You've heard the term before. Tough love, meaning you know, delivering a message that might be uncomfortable to hear, but it's something that you need to hear as a means to heal and grow. Um, so this is a tough love episode. And you know, if you've been following this podcast, you know that I do like to tell stories as a point of delivering my message, using them as a metaphor. Um, when I was a young 20 year old woman, I had joined the Air Force and it was such a transformative experience for me. It got me out of the small bubble of life that I grew to know as being, you know, that's the world, right? That was my world. My world was Blount County, Alabama and the people in it up until March of 1994 when I went to Lackland Air Force Base and started my military training. And during that training, I met so many incredible people. I can, I have so many stories about my military time. I want to talk about one individual in particular, this woman. The thing I remember about her the most was I had never witnessed anyone pray the rosary. She was from Boston and she had this, she had this Boston accent. Now I'm from Blount County, Alabama. I have this, you know, country twang so she would talk to me like this you know and we would kind of make fun of each other and it was fun it was it was a brand new experience she and I are still friends to this day thanks to social media and, and maintaining those connections um, she made me a beautiful quilt which I, I keep that it's actually on the back of my sofa in my living room right now you you may have seen it on, on social media for all I know but she had sent me a message this morning and had asked me to talk about shame. And I was like, wow, that's a good one. That is a really, really good, a good conversation to have. And it's timely because keeping in mind the, you know, the purpose and the path that I choose to embark upon, I never want anyone to feel beat down. I never want anyone to feel targeted or less than or broken or, you know, I don't want anybody to feel like, you know, listening to this podcast The the end result makes them feel worse about themselves. So I think maybe in that mindset is why I haven't spoken about this topic, but I think it's important to do so. And I thought that her request was a, a pertinent, it was a timely one and a very good one. So shame, shame. This is a tough love episode, by the way. If you are struggling with dealing with shame, here's something that I want you to consider if you, well, first of all, let's, let's, let's get uh, some definitions on the table, right? A lot of people get shame and guilt confused with each other. And they're very different, actually. So here's the best way that I describe it. And I, I learned this in grad school is guilt is when you do something bad and shame is when you feel that you are bad. You see the difference? So there's a huge chasm between understanding the difference between guilt and shame, so if you're struggling with shame, here's here's a point that I want you to consider: people who experience shame, it, that you are, that is an in indication that you have a conscience. Number one, um, people who, for example, uh, who have antisocial personality disorder, considered sociopaths, for example. They don't exist in a space of shame. They don't experience shame as people who do not have those diagnoses because they are not concerned about the well-being of other people and the influence that it has upon them. They are not motivated by shame because it does not, they don't feel it. It's not part of their mechanism. It's not how they move through life. So if you're experiencing shame, then here's the positive outcome of that is you are normal. That means that you have a conscience. So keep that in mind. So yeah, shame is, uh, shame is huge. It's huge. So you want to rid yourself of shame, right? You want to move out of that space, you want to move out of the the discomfort of always feeling like you're, quote unquote, a bad person. Well, there's two different ways of, of looking at this, two different philosophies. Number one, where is your shame coming from, right? Where is it rooted, Is it rooted because you were taught to feel shameful about yourself or is your shame legitimate and it's rooted in the fact that you have engaged in some type of behavior engagement process that on the other side of that you realized how wrong and incorrect your actions were or treatment of other people or whatever and you're absolutely racked with the outcome of the shame of that and so what you're doing by default is carrying around this emotional state right so there's two different processes number one if you have shame as a byproduct of your childhood and your grooming then that's a cognitive structure that's a schema that's a belief about yourself based upon what you were taught to believe about yourself Uh, And listen, guys, keep in mind, this is not a perfect, nor is it a pretty process, It, it can get ugly. You need to consider logically, and you have to remember that your logical thought process in this has got to be stronger than your emotional process. You have got to be able to step outside of the emotional space, meaning not having those triggers, not acknowledging things from an emotional standpoint, you've got to be able to look at yourself logically to assess where's your shame coming from? Why do you feel shame? Were you taught to believe that you are not anything, that you're worthless, that you don't have any value? Was that something that was ingrained in you and groomed in you and you were taught to believe about yourself as a child? Or have you engaged in nefarious activities That has resulted as part of maybe your spiritual growth, which which maybe that's why you're listening to this podcast to begin with, is you're trying to be a better person. And in this evolution, your shame has been magnified because in your spiritual process and your growth and healing, your shame should become more obvious to you because that's a part of your healing. So you have to ask yourself, where is your shame rooted If your shame is rooted in a belief set that was groomed within you and not necessarily a byproduct of your own actions, that's a cognitive structure that you need to work through in therapy. You need to talk to a therapist, let them know that you're struggling with shame so that you can have someone who is trained to help you disentangle those cognitions to help you sort of take off those rose colored or in this case those shit colored glasses that you're looking at life through things that you have been taught to believe about yourself that are not necessarily true can result in those feelings of shame of course we all understand and know we, we've heard of the term the phrase hurt people hurt people so you know if you're that person who was trained or groomed to believe that you're shameful or not worthy, in you move through life in a way that is hurtful towards others, then your shame could be complex, meaning you were taught to believe things that were uh, less than positive. You were taught to believe that you were not worthy. You were taught to believe that you should be ashamed. And on top of that, and as a result of that, you behaved in a manner that was shameful. So you have to do the investigation. You have to figure out where your shame is rooted. Now I will say this as a trigger warning. Just moving forward in the rest of this episode, just be mindful of some of the characteristics that I may bring forward. That it may be it may be touching for you, especially if it's exp- extremely personal uh, in regards to identifying the root cause of your shame. So as a trigger warning, just be mindful of that. But moving forward, people who experience trauma and abuse as children become very much in touch with a shameful response due by and large to their own cognitive structure meaning you were basically uh, used and because of that experience you grew up believing that was your purpose and believing that you weren't worth anything else or very little else and that is a resulting in a shame response or a shameful feeling about yourself all the way into adulthood. A lot of people get confused about that. You know, that was such a long time ago, Alma, why, why am I still having the residual effects of my trauma, my childhood trauma? Well, because if you don't process it, if you don't ultimately work through those experiences and understand how those experiences caused your personality to develop in a shameful response, then you will continue to operate in a shameful response because that is how your personality developed. Do you see what I'm saying now as far as understanding the need to go through the process of relearning how to respond to certain conditions? If you were a child that was subjected to abuse, that was treated a horrible way, your personality in that, in that evolution, in that environment, cannot develop in a healthy way because the signals that you're being given through that abuse, through that neglect, through abandonment, whatever you want to call it, is creating in you a belief system about yourself. And that belief system can be rooted in a feeling of worthlessness and or shameful behavior, shameful response. So keep that in mind, shame and guilt. Obviously, if a child is being abused, there's not necessarily a feeling of guilt, as in, well, I did that. There's a feeling of shame because it erodes a a child and obviously as you grow into adulthood, it results in the evolution of an adult who feels shameful. So here's the question. How do you handle it? How do you deal with it? Aside from going to therapy, aside from engaging in some deep dive processing therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy. um, I'm a big fan of uh, eye movement desensitization reprocessing therapy, EMDR. I've had EMDR. I love EMDR. It's a great trauma therapy. Cognitive behavioral therapy is a great starting point to identify the root cause of shame. Now, aside from actually getting into a therapeutic relationship with a, a clinical psychotherapist, there are a few things that you can focus on in the meantime. And that is to give yourself some grace. You can actually sit down and journal your experiences Provided that it's not overwhelming for you. It can be overwhelming. It can, you can be in your midlife. Hell, you could be elderly and have never taken the time to process your childhood trauma. And it can feel overwhelming. It can feel terrifying to go back to a place where you are so disempowered that nobody wants to revisit that. Why would you want to, why would you want to pull the scab off of an old wound like that? But here's the thing. When you journal When you put those feelings outside of yourself, you're processing. That's a form of processing. That's a form of therapy. You are not allowing those experiences to harbor any more control over you because you're taking your control back. So keep that in mind. Shame is something that can absolutely be worked through. Understand the root cause of your shame. Understand how your shame has caused you to treat other people. Have you been fair to the other people in your life? Have you been treating other people poorly as a result of your shame? That is the complex shame response I was talking about earlier in this episode. All of these things can be worked through. None of this is a foreign concept. You are not alone in your shame. That's the thing I think a lot of people get lost on is... I think a lot of people feel so compelled to withhold their experiences because they think that they're an anomaly they people think that they're alone in these experiences, and I can tell you right now it's very common it's sadly sadly it's very common to work with people who have some type of experience as a child that cultivated a sense of worthlessness in them now it does not have to be a significant trauma it does not have to be something that is so pivotal that you don't even want to go back there that you need help with a therapist in order to identify it doesn't have to be it can be something so benign it's seemingly benign on the surface that you can relate to your siblings as in, we were all treated the same way. We were all made to feel equally worthless. We, we were all abandoned. We were all treated the same way. So you might have feelings of, well, you know, I was treated the same. I wasn't treated any differently than, than my siblings or the other children in my environment, whatever your environment was. So it can be easy to um, invalidate those experiences just by sheer comparison alone. So get a journal. You know, I harp on that all the time about journaling. And I think it's critical to make sure that your voice is heard. If only to yourself, you know, get those feelings outside, put them outside of yourself. They will fester as they have festered. I'm certain until you start taking control back. A big part of processing through shame is regaining control. Now, the other side of that is also giving yourself grace, forgiving yourself. You have to be accountable. If you're behaving in a way that is harmful to other people, what are you doing? Write that down. Why are you doing it? Write that down as well. And is there anything at all that you can do to mitigate that response as a means of changing it and evolving into a healthier headspace? Are you treating your spouse poorly because you have shame? Are you treating your children poorly because of the experiences that you had as a child? And maybe you invalidate how they feel because maybe you're not treating your children as badly as you were treated. I see that a lot, too. You know, we can have the we can diminish the level of insult that our children experience because we can compare how we treat our children to the way we were treated as children But that doesn't mean that you're not behaving in a way that is problematic. So what are you doing? And why? And why are you moving through life the way that you are? Because if you are treating people poorly, on some level, you're magnifying your shame. Because you're behaving in a shameful way. You're doing things that you're not supposed to do. And listening to your intuition, which in my opinion is your highest self, that will never lie to you. That experience, that understanding, your intuition will never lie to you. The shame will lie to you. The shame will always tell you that you're worth less. I would encourage you to lean into the logic, less into the emotional side of things. Get your journal, sit down, write down those things that happened to you, the things that made you feel less than, and logically assert to yourself in your journal why it doesn't make sense. Why are you worth less than other people? Why do you feel so shameful all the time? Why do you treat other people the way that you do as a result of your own shame? You know, and I think that you'll find, especially when you start journaling, you will start to see how all of those experiences and those mindsets sort of intersect with each other. And you'll start noticing that, you know, this particular experience causes this. And then this experience causes this. And you will start to see how all of them sort of spiderweb off of each other. And you, you can absolutely identify those points where you want to change, evolve, and heal, and grow. And you can. And we all have a journey here. We all have something that we need to work through, something we need to grow from, myself included. I am a work in progress. I am an open book as much as I possibly can be in this process for you. And I have shame as well, too. Now, my shame is rooted in my childhood experiences, but I catch myself. I do catch myself, but it's more or less a knee-jerk sort of mindset that I constantly have to pay attention to because, man, those those old habits die hard, don't they? When you grow into, you know, your adult version of yourself, especially when you grow from a childhood of abuse where you were made to feel less than, where you were made to feel like you were in the way and discarded and not enough, then you tend to lean into relationships that mirror those experiences. It's almost like you unintentionally replay your childhood over and over again, usually in romantic partnerships is what I see, in myself as well as in my clients. It's amazing what you can learn. It's amazing how much you can heal When you recognize the parts of yourself that were built on a lie. And the lie is that you're worthless. That's not true. You're worth just as much as anybody else. We are all equally worthy. Everyone is born into this world having the same level of worth. The only way that you can lose your worth is by your own behavior. Other people can't do anything to you that can cause you to be worth less than who you are and what you are. So keep that in mind. Shame. Where's it rooted? Where's your shame rooted? How deep is your shame? When's the last time you thought about it? What are you ashamed of? And what do you want to release? Get out that journal, write it all down, sort through it, find a therapist to talk to, especially someone who is skilled in addressing these issues. Cognitive behavioral therapy is a real good one. It's a real good place to start. And just start on, start on your journey. Start on your healing journey. Give yourself the opportunity to grow and to breathe and to thrive. Joy is your birthright. All right, guys, from fear to love. This has been an LBM production. Please like, subscribe and share this show. Thanks for listening.